much thought is in your faces right now. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of technical fear like, trying to make sure. Where's a 12-year-old when you need one? Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure it's working. Just wait one sec. Yeah, so it may have recorded over what we just recorded, but that's okay. All right. Hi there. This is the Rainbow Nation podcast coming to you again. Yay. Hello. Yay. yay. Uh, I'm Russell. I'm Christine. And we are about to talk to my friend Fawn, um, who is in Denver, Colorado. She's the queen of everything. Um, we were Conrad Cougars together here in Prince Rupert. And then I think you left in grade six. Is that right? I did. Uh, seven. Seven. Grade seven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we yeah. are going to be talking about Quending today, some fun with Fawn. Yeah. And... I think it's three Fridays until Christmas. And just just to let other people know, we, we are Skyping Fawn. And um, as opposed to our last Skype session with Jean-Baptiste, um, this is actually video, so we can actually see her. Yay! Woo! <laughs> All right, so I guess I will start off with my um, awesome quending. So... Pope Francis. Quendi. Oh. I know, queer trending. Queer trending. Oh. Hashtag queer, <laughs> hashtag quending. And I made it up. Enough time, yes. <laughs> so Pope Francis let us know that gay people are not welcome in the clergy. And um, I don't think we want to be there anyway, so. Lovely. Um, that's okay. Well, but sadly, that's not even true. I mean, there are many people who want to be in there. And that really was a... Yeah. a a kick in the frock, you know, yeah. for them. Yeah, no, it's it's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, given the, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess if you if you are a devout Catholic, um, that would be like the like your not so much the end game, but definitely something that you want to aspire to. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can totally see that. But I mean, from my point of view, who's not Catholic or not very religious whatsoever, and just see the. The um the not so nice stuff that kind of comes right. comes from from everything. It j- it's just yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty crazy. It's disappointing. Disappointing, but at the same time, didn't he make like an announcement last year about being okay with gay? He's kind of gone back and forth with issues. Like some things, he's he's been really supportive of, and then he comes out with things like this. Right. Um, so it doesn't seem like he's got a very clear agenda. He kind of um, kind of sounds like a politician, to be honest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, he is really right. He's right. the the leader of the church. Uh, they yeah. can't within the church. That is the greatest politician. Right. Uh, right. Are you Are you Catholic yourself? Fun. Um, I was kind of raised Catholic. I didn't really understand it much, but. Uh, that would be the closest that I was raised. Yeah. Um, like I was, um, what do you call it? Um, baptized. Yeah. And Confirmed. had godparents in, in Pritchard Burton. Um, but uh, my my father actually studied uh, to be a Catholic priest. Oh um, this is going to be a really weird story. Partly, <laughs> this is going to go way off the rails in a moment. So he he killed his stepfather when he was twelve. Um, his, his stepfather was beating his mother and he shot him. And then he went into Catholic boys town. Um, there's a movie about it and he, he went and he was going to be a priest. And then he, they said, well, because you've killed someone, you can never be a priest. 
Wow. Mm. Yeah. And at that point, he was like, nope, I'm out. That's. And every once in a while, he would kind of get like that Catholic feeling of maybe something. And we would go to church and we'd be like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, that was it. That was not. <laughs> wow. That's a good story. That is a really good story. <laughs> which, which brings me to my next quending topic, which is um, LGBT rights were won in India. So I guess it is no longer a crime to be. Homosexual. homosexual in India, which I think is great, and there's a bit of celebration around that on on the big I, wide web. I did see that. That's right? pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's super exciting. No kidding. Yeah. So it's I'm, easy to get brought down by all the bad stuff that's happening, you know, yeah. in the Middle East, and to to take the wins. We yeah. see the wins. We take the wins. Yeah. So the, the rainbow flag was flying in India. So way to go, everybody. Yeah. So. Yay. Fawn, tell us, what are you up to? Um, lots of things. <laughs> lots of really fun things. Um, so um, the so I, I teach psychology. I'm a professor um, at a community college right outside of um, Denver. And I've been here for, oh, I've been teaching about, about 17 years, which makes me super old. Super, super old. And... Uh, I specialize in sex and gender because I like to say dirty things and get paid for it. (laughs) And uh, it's true. It's true. (laughs) It's amazing the things I get to say and they pay me money for it. Um, But the thing that I really like the most, the thing that I I talk about the most is uh, um, transgender identity. Uh And I have a nonprofit called um, Transnational Advocacy that's all about how to advocate uh, for trans people and for, for gender diversity. Um, how to understand it, how, um, so I go into classrooms and um, hospitals and corporations and talk about how they can best um, meet the needs of their um, clients or their customers or their employees. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, um, I also um, work with a group here in Prince Rupert and I got to look at your biology bear this week and tell us a little bit about that. It's, it's super exciting. And when we post the podcast, we'll post that too. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I feel like such a weird geek about it. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> no, oh, I made exciting. a handout. Oh, see my handout. Look at my handout. It's it's so bizarre to me that I'm so excited about it. But I really, really, really am. Um, one of the things that I kept getting, both as an advocate and as a teacher, is the question, well, yeah, but what gender are they really? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with especially people of transgender identity, you know, okay, well, well, what, what are they really? And often that means what were they born as or, or something yeah. like that. And the question is just so complicated when you actually understand biology. Um, so that way it was something I was working on. And then um, our illustrious uh, president, um, Came out and said that he wanted, I know, I know, I get that same look when I talk about him too, but I'm forced to talk about him sometimes, um, that uh, he wanted to make part of Title IX, which is um, keeping gender um, um, discrimination out of colleges. That's one of the main reasons for Title IX. um, He wanted to change the language to make the definition of gender something that is immutable uh, can never change, and it's based on um, genitals. And if it if the genitals aren't clear, then they go to DNA testing. Mm-hmm. 
And none of that makes any sense at all. When you look at biology, that is a total, that's a crazy, crazy, just ridiculous statement. And it made me so angry, I put together a handout. (laughs) No, and your handout is awesome. Yeah. Fight fight the power is handouts. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I honestly can't, I, I, I can't understand I can't understand, like, um, wait, sorry, I have to take my glasses off. <laughs> I have to put them on to put them on. Yeah, this is, wow, this is very, very thorough. I, I definitely feel like when I took a look at it, I I work with a lot of youth who identify all over on on your biology bear. We also use the genderbred man, which I'm, I'm right. or genderbred person, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been really helpful too. But this is, I feel like, the second step, you know, where you can break things down a bit better for parents and for families and for and for teachers, but also for the people going through this, you right. know, where they can be like, hey, I think I'm right here or I'm in between here. Right. So how has it gone over for you? Like, are you just launching it out now or... I am. Yeah, you you would actually um you one of one of the first places I've I've given it to. So, uh, uh, it's already international. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Um so yeah, the reason was I was uh finishing it up and I was waiting for a student who is in uh the club that I advise uh called Sage Student Activists for Gender Equality. She wanted to to do the the drawing. And so I had held back a little bit to, to give it out. But anyway, the, um, uh, so I actually had that, that was the inspiration was the gen, ge, the genderbred person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that it, it did tell a lot of the story, but it didn't go into detail, you know, it would say like genetics and it's just, Oh gosh, that's, there's so much more. And we're not told that at all. Like this is, this is something I had to t- start from scratch with because nothing out there really tells us what does go into gender, what does make it biologically. And so we do have this belief that it's, well, XX and XY, that's what makes gender, and that's the end of the story, and there's nothing in between. And that's just, that's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. 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 So I, I, um, one of the things that I love talking about is people with intersex conditions, mm-hmm. where there is a mixture, a biological mixture of male and female, because – it's, it's so, you can't argue with it. You know, you can't say, well, they're choosing to be that way or, you know, God, God doesn't make mistakes. Well, you're right. That's why there's this variation. And this is a natural variation that has, we are not adding hormones. We're not doing anything. This is just how this person was born. And it shows us how, what the, what the options are when it comes to our biological gender. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I think this will be especially helpful too for parents you know, because when you're facing that and, and we're seeing some younger students now who are coming into the district and they identify as the opposite gender or they're, you know, they're, they, they just want to be themselves. And, and I think for people who know nothing about this, when you can show them something like the biology bear or just sit down and have a chat, I think it's relieving for people mm-hmm. to know that there are people going through this and you know, there's ways we can have discussions and talk about it and stuff. So I think it's awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're teaching your classes, 
you know, what are some of the topics that you go over or talk about? Um, I, I actually want to come to Colorado and, and take your class. <laughs> you should, you should. I know. Uh, I, uh, my, well, my, my specialty, as I said, is, is uh, human sexuality. I've done, uh, that in a lot of different forms. I've um, taken students abroad to Amsterdam. We did a combined sexuality uh, sociology of deviance and uh, basically studied sex and prostitution and drugs in Amsterdam as a college class. It was wow. uh, really amazing. <laughs> okay. How long, uh, how long were you yeah. in Amsterdam for? We were about there about two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it was uh, fascinating. Now it's actually we're we're quite similar to Amsterdam at this point. Like, there's no reason to go all that way. Like, <laughs> like we got the drugs. We could go to Nevada and just come the last way, you know, and have some prostitution. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but a lot of different things. It's uh, the the thing that I enjoy about that topic so much is. It's uh, actually one of the things I used to teach is death and dying. And it's really the same thing. It's here's some things that you will be forced to deal with in your life, no matter what. Um, you might as well be comfortable with it. You know, if, if you don't engage in sex, you're going to have to talk about it right, to somebody mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, and uh, you are going to die. And if you if you don't die, then everybody, you know, is going to die first. And so that's going to be a bummer you're going to have to deal with. And so the more we can actually talk about it and understand what's going to happen and what does happen and how you kind of lose your mind, both with both sex and death, then the better you can handle it and the better you can uh, cope with with all of the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I love about teaching. It's just it's it's opening people's eyes up to what they experience every day, but actually giving them a reason behind it of, you know, a reasonable, you know, I, almost like a. I would have been the magician of, uh, you know, three, 4,000 years ago. Of like, it's the stars, it's the sky or something, you know? And yeah. I do that now. It's like, it's your brain. It's the neurons and your brain doing things. And, and it's just as mystical, really, to that. <laughs> so it's it's not astrology. Is that what you're saying? It, I, I hope not. I hope not. A lot of people think psychology is around those lines. But uh, right, yeah. I like the science part. Yeah. Wow. And do you have a lot of your students come to you, you know, when your course is ending and saying things like, you know, I've learned so much or my, my opinions have changed, you know, what kind of feedback do you get? Um, oh yeah, definitely. And even years later, like it's okay, this is going to be a really weird story, but, um, I'm going to go for it with you guys. (laughs) We like your weird Um, stories. I'll just tell you. (laughs) Um, one of the things that I, I talk about, and I show the film, um, the business of being born. Have you have seen that or heard of that? No, no. But I'll write that down. It's a, um, yeah, it's a Ricky Lake did it. It's a documentary about home births and it's fascinating. And before I saw it, I was, you know, very much go to the hospital. Of course, why, why wouldn't you? It's that's craziness to think otherwise. And then I had a midwifery student who kind of slapped me in the face afterwards, not physically, but um, said, you know, like, do you know anything about this? I was like, yeah, I really don't. <laughs> and so I I started to educate myself. And that's one of the really good films to look at, just the, uh, the other side besides the hospital. And so I talk about home births. And one of the big things I talk about is circumcision. There's really no there's no reason for circumcision. It takes away a lot of feeling. It's just not a. Um, there's, there's no medical reason. And, and, uh, so I got a 
text from a student about a month ago who said that not only did she have a home birth and it was amazing and wonderful and she just had such a great experience, but she chose not to circumcise her son. And that really got me. I'm like, oh, like because of me, like somebody didn't get their penis mutilated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody has a foreskin because of something I said. And that's weirdly satisfying. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> I, I really don't have anything to say to that. As some what of our listeners, their yeah. penises have probably retracted way, way back there. <laughs> stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> well, that's a good one. That is really funny. Well, I'll definitely check out The Business of Being Born. I'm actually on a documentary kick okay. right now. Nice. Oh, um, okay, so switching topics here. Um, I know I saw you, I think it was two or three years ago, on an Our Family vacation with our kids. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we both had that exhausted look of, of parenting. <laughs> um, how's it going? Uh, can you share a little bit of your story about your two kids and, and how things came to be? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the last time I saw you, we had... Gosh, they had been with us for less than a year, mm-hmm. and uh, it's three and a half years since since the placement. Um, and so they they started. They were three and four at the time, and they're six and eight. And uh, it's pretty amazing. The adoption happened fifteen months in, and uh, they're uh, they're like tornadoes of energy. Yes, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> could be worse. And, uh, but we love them. I mean, they're just, they're awesome. Like it's, it's, uh, it's amazing how you, you think you understand the world. And I would have been so pissed at myself for saying this before I had kids, but there, there, there's another level that you understand when you have kids Mm -hmm. of just relationships and your own childhood, you know, kind of, it's in perspective in a way that it wasn't before kids. Um, not like, you know, having kids is the only thing that can get that perspective, but it's certainly you mean like you, you, you see through, through them or you just have like a different understanding of certain things. I feel like I have a different understanding of things, like, especially with my own childhood, you know, I mean, everybody has those moments of like, Oh, I wish my parents had done this. I wish they'd right. done that. Yeah. And pretty quickly, I was like, oh, they were just people trying to make it through all of this. Oh, I get it. Wow, <laughs> yeah. You know, you think yeah. of your parents as pretty all-powerful in, in yeah. so many ways. Of, yeah. Like, they that they had some answers or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you realize, yeah, it's just, it, you're just guessing the whole time and just yeah. trying to make it to nighttime. <laughs> and you can trying finally to, sleep again. Trying to keep people yeah. alive, basically. Have you said anything that... Um, <clears throat> you know your parents said to you oh my god yeah. isn't that frightening yeah. I, it's, it comes I out of a that... file called you know, I, I don't know what it's you called you are your mother you are yeah, your father totally. yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm turning into my mother yeah that it is really crazy so I have a I have a really weird well I don't know it's a, it's normal and fun to us but it's it's a different um household structure mm-hmm. so it's me and my wife and my best friend, my gay male best friend, Jeff. And so all three of us parent the kids. Cool. 
So it's we have this tri-parenting. I think people think that we're poly IMRS, but like, no, 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 we don't have sex with each other. Just sometimes us, but you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not too tired and exhausted from children. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it, it creates this really cool um, family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeff, um, he, he, I don't think he'll be mad that I tell the story. He, uh, he was raised very, very, very religious. And um, he told the kids one day that my son was having, he was, you know, wasn't, his legs didn't work, of course. You know, his, he was stuck on the floor or whatever it was. He wouldn't move. And uh, Jeff yells at him, use the, the, your legs that the Lord gave you. And he was just, he was like, oh, my God, what happened? What, my father was just like speaking me. And he's later, he's like, should I tell him, like, there's really no Lord? Like, should I have that conversation? <laughs> like, should I? I don't know how to come back from that. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I said to, to my son, I don't know, it was a couple of months ago, he was upset about something. And I said, you know, if if you're going to cry, you know, I'll, this is silly and I'll give you something to cry about. Or, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like Ethel Danrock just channeled through my mouth. So Well, and you get the reason why they said that now, right? Because yeah. yeah. you were probably crying about nothing, too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was. Um, yeah. So you have a daughter and a son, and so there um, is your daughter in grade one or grade two? Uh, grade two. Grade two. Yeah, he's and, in grade one, and, and she's in grade two. Yeah. yeah. It, it starts to get a little bit more relaxing. I'm, I'm going to give you that hope. Like, you don't, you don't chase them as much. You don't worry as much. By the time you get to grade three and grade four, you're sailing. Like... Like, did they become independent? More independent? Is that yeah, like, grade four for my guy right now, it's it's awesome. Like, you, you just don't have to be always thinking yep. 20 mm. steps ahead. And when is yeah. this all going to turn into a freak-out meltdown? <laughs> <laughs> On your part yeah. or his part? His. Oh. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> so, yeah, so awesome. And then did you do... What's, what's so funny? Hold on, Chris. What's yeah. so funny is that... I love that in queer podcasts and things, we talk a lot about parenting now. Like that's a big thing that would never have really, I mean, that would have been such a minor issue in the past, but now it's quite common. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and that actually leads me to my next question. So never mind. Should let you talk. Uh, No, no, it's okay. Um, So how is LGBT parenting viewed at it like viewed like in the in the USA you know we I think it's pretty positive here in Canada but you know is there a lot of controversy do you do you have people telling you that you shouldn't be raising children nobody that I interact with yeah. <laughs> uh well you know it really depends on the state too the state yeah. there's so many different state laws about this mm-hmm. um but most of them have kind of relaxed that. Um, and Colorado has been okay for quite a while. I don't know when it um, switched over. Um, so we we actually one of the when we went to the we did foster to adopt. So we had an older um, we had older kids and they had um, um, lost you know their parents had lost custody. That's why they were in the the system. Most I mean that's that's the truth for most of the foster kids. And um, Oh, shoot. What was I talking? What, what was the question? Oh, how is it t- treated? Yes, I'm on it again. <laughs> <laughs> Absent-minded professor. That's <laughs> um, I, we get so tangential. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
anyway, so the first meeting we went to, there was like three other gay couples. Oh, wow. Um, and we're like, oh, all right. Well, this is, that's nice. Yeah. And yeah. we never had a pro- problem as part of the system. In fact, we took them on the gay vacation. Um, and we had to get a judge to agree, mm-hmm. which I was like, I, you know, it's really going to depend on a judge. We're like, we want to take them out of the country to where a bunch of gay people are vacationing. Like that's <laughs> just years that can seem pretty bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, we ended up telling the judge this, uh, story. So my son, he couldn't, um, he was having trouble with his speech for a really long time. And there was a few things he could say and he would say them often. And one of them he got from Lilo and Stitch was abomination. He loved that word, abomination. <laughs> and so he would stand up in this gay vacation with gay couples ear to ear in the restaurant, like abomination, abomination, abomination. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. Like, it's Lilo and Stitch. It's Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, at least he was in the most understanding crowd, right? <laughs> right, right. They all thought it was funny. And so the judge thought it was hilarious, too. So it was like there was no sense of this was not okay or that they – I mean, in some ways, I think we were like the star parents uh, that they didn't worry about. So, um, yeah, we've had we've had no problems whatsoever. But I, if I was in Alabama, I don't know if I could yes, say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do do you plan your vacations with that in the back of your head where you're like, well, where can I go where I I won't get like pitchforks pointed at me or us? Well, I'm certainly not going to Russia anytime yeah. soon, right? Like, like there's certainly some places. But it's funny you say that because we had absolutely no problems going through the system to Mexico and our kids are Hispanic. Um, they had different last names. Both of them had different last names mm-hmm. and different last names from us. Mm-hmm. And we had no problems. We had letters. Nobody asked. Nobody cared. Right. We went to the Netherlands, who was the first to um, legalize gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And at the border, they asked us where daddy was. Yeah. I'm like, wow. uh, there is no daddy. We're married. We are the legal guardians of these children. And they're like, well, we need to know from daddy that you're not, you know, stealing them out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so that was the Netherlands. (laughs) I mean, luckily the guy was young and saw my face at that point. He's like, well, we'll let you go through this time. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, mama bear. Um, Yeah. You get to say that when you're a mom. It's just psycho when you're not a mom. Yeah, yeah, totally. So are you like in a cub and training then, Christine? Or yeah, you, yeah. You... No, I've had a few moments where you kind of, the inner rage comes out when you, <laughs> when you need to stand up for yourself or, you know, take wow. on issues with your kid. So wow. it's good. Cool. Um, so how's it going now? Like, you know, the kids are older and, and how's parenting? Isn't it fun? <laughs> you know, they went... They went, uh, oh, so Jeff, the daddy, took them um, to California for a wedding for, with his family. And they were gone for the entire weekend. And it was just us. And we never left the house. We um, watched X-Men and slept for about 15 hours a day. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all that happened. And it was glorious. <laughs> I had no idea I wanted to sleep that much. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, I, my questions are, aren't quite so, um, <laughs> I guess, 
Anyway, sorry, I always do this. Every question is yeah. important, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're obviously very in your head, you know, as uh, <laughs> with what you teach and you know, um, in your subject matter and stuff like that. What do you do to escape from that? Do you do you, do you enjoy reading? Do you would you rather prefer like a, a TV series or uh, you know to binge watch something or what 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 would you consider your mental vacation from everything that you do day to day? I my my drug of choice is uh, biking, uh, bicycling. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, we've been we've been uh, training the children early for this, so they're already on bikes. They both uh, by the time they were six were were riding. Wow! <laughs> uh, in fact, my wife was taking them biking today, um, doing on the little there. There's like a park with little um, jumps, like little kid yeah. jumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I, it's it's. Um, I've done meditation before, but I'm a little too reactive monkey ADD kind of for it. You know, I, I just, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) It's not working. Um, Right. But biking kind of gets me into that place because especially going up hills, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard at something, but my mind is kind of blank. And so I do a lot of like inner therapy with biking. There's been lots and lots of days, especially with parenting, where I've just been bawling, you know, right. <laughs> I ride my bike, cry <laughs> my eyes out. And it's fine, you know, it's good. Like, it's, we're better to cry. The wind wipes off your tears. And <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're in nature. You're, yeah. you're being cleansed. Yeah. yeah. And do you yeah. bike to yeah. work? Do the kids bike to school? Um, or um, how does it look? I, uh, I used to bike to work more often. Um, the problem became, uh, getting the kids from school. And so it became difficult to try to get home in time, but our kids were going to two different schools and it was really confusing and that's over now. So I'm really happy about that. Um, so I'm hoping to do more of that because they're going to be, that's, that's evening out a little bit. They're going to be in school longer. They've got like an after school program and stuff. Uh So not as much, but we everywhere we go, everywhere we travel, we do bike tours and we rent bikes. So oh, wow. and so even AJ, our eight year old, has has gone bike riding in Amsterdam. Like she's wow. taken a bike to Amsterdam. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so we we integrate that into all of our fun stuff because there's no better way to see a, a city than on a bike. It's just perfect. There's been so many times where we just get um, private bike tours because nobody else has signed up for that day. Right. And uh, you get to see everything. It's super cool. Oh, I do have to say, you know, you know how they say, you know, it's just like riding a bike. You know, you, you <laughs> don't forget. I literally forget how to ride a bike because I remember Christine, you know, she had a bike uh, just recently and she was like, oh, try it. Like it was one of those old school retro bikes or something <laughs> like that. And I got on it thinking like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. But I was like shaking. I was, I, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> Horribly embarrassing, and my good friend Christine. Don't let that stop. Well, yeah, maybe, just, maybe we can laugh. take our, you know, we want to expand this podcast, so maybe we can take it out to, uh, you know, maybe we, we bike somewhere and yeah, podcast, but sure. it, it comes back to you. I hope so, yeah. But you it was, forget one of those ones with, like, the, 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 the seat on the back, right? Where yeah, yeah, like, I can double you. you I can, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be her ET, I'll be in the front. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, with okay, so with December wrapping up here pretty quickly, and the holidays just kind of steamrolling through. Mm-hmm. 
Do you participate in anything like a New Year's resolution style? Do you buy into that? Or do you... What is your stance on New Year's resolutions? Mm, I am firmly... I don't really care. Yeah, (laughs) you know, they're fine. Uh, I don't generally do them. I will... I like to... um, experiment with myself that sounds really weird but i promise that's not where i was going with it uh, you know what this entire podcast there's yeah. been some really really good quotable moments yeah. very good one-liners that we're gonna have to stop and go what did she say here oh my god she said that okay oh, this is sorry awesome. go ahead <laughs> uh, where i I'm, I'm super disagreeable like if if you know if you say the sky is blue i'm like no it's kind of a shade of green you know that like, if you really look at it. Uh, <laughs> and so I am even disagreeable with myself. So if I start to get into a habit, like I binge watch too many things and I'm like, no, now I, you know, uh, what happens if I don't watch any television for a month? And then I'll do that and then okay. uh, see what that's like. And, and that's actually why I quit smoking. I was smoking for many, many years. Okay. And I just, I hated the fact that it controlled me rather than I controlled it. Right. And I was like, yeah, done. Nice. So it's almost like you're resetting yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because we get into these ruts really, really quickly where we think if I don't do this behavior, I'll die or I can't survive or I can't cope without it. For sure. Where in reality, that's just, that may even be stopping us from coping in so many ways. For sure. uh, Because doing this behavior like drinking or things like that, where it's actually um, impeding a good coping, but we feel like, oh, God, if I don't have a drink right now, I'm just not going to be able to handle my day. Okay. I, and, you know, to um, to speak to that, um, I stopped drinking on January 13th. And it was, it's been, like, amazing, an amazing journey and yada, yada, yada. But to that, it, it's basically, it almost, in retrospect, it looks just like um, like a habit. You know, like you can break, you can break a habit. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. not, you're not going to die without it. Like the hardest part for me was the first week, like the absolute, right. the first weekend where you're like, no, I want to go to my favorite place and have a drink, yeah, yeah. but I can't, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, I'm going to die and I feel like I want to murder someone. And that's within 12 hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah and then if you can get past that, you know, initial week yeah. or so, then you're developing new habits already and you don't, and you know that yeah. you can get through your day without all that stuff. For sure. And yeah. it looks better. Yeah, that's awesome. But I do, I I do love food, so <laughs> I throw a pancake party on the first. Oh, nice! So we've been doing it for for like a decade. Um, we just have we we put out a bunch of um, ingredients, and then people put it in pancake mix and just and cook it up, so everybody gets whatever they want, mm, and yum. it just grows and grows and grows. And like five pounds of bacon and <laughs> weird crazy things in there. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's super awesome. It's a great little really cool. tradition. Um, it is. It's really fun because it's just all day long. People come in with their pajamas and, you know, nobody has to stay in very long, but there's people all day and it's just, it's fun. Fun way to start. Nice. Uh, looking yeah. at your fabulous surroundings behind you. Mm, right? Like, it, it's like, there must, <laughs> is there like a story to everything there or is it just kind of like hap- like just there? Like, um, no, there's a story to almost everything. Um, some things were just gifts uh, from people, um, like the skulls. But um, <laughs> I, I do, you can see Barbie a lot in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does make an appearance quite often. But I like the ones that are a little more unusual. In fact, here, 
Um, I can't believe I'm showing my toys to this. Uh, that's Lesbian Barbie. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell uh, came out with her Barbie. She was friend to Barbie. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I'm like a big Rosie fan, and I, I did not know that, uh, when did that there was out? Rosie Barbie. Oh, God. I couldn't tell you. Maybe 15 years ago? Oh, my Holy. gosh. It must have been when she was doing her show. Like the Rosie yeah. Yeah. Show. yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's quite the nice lesbian outfit, too. Yeah. No kidding. And totally. I, I know. Even the, the, uh, even the vest, right? <laughs> I know. It's like lesbians and still haven't let go of the vest. Pregnant Barbie. <laughs> oh, who's Wait. that? Pregnant Barbie? Pregnant oh, wow. Barbie. Oh, my God. Um, she does come with a um, ring on her finger. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Just in case. But her husband was sold separately and people were mad. <laughs> and and it looks like, you know, she's trying to be taken seriously as a brunette right? there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I like oh, to get wow. the ethnic Barbies. I, I, I go out of my way for that. Um, oh, whoa. You just took off her baby. Yeah. Oh. And flat stomach. <laughs> right? Perfect. Oh, my God. I'm glad she's wearing her granny panties, too. Yes. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, there's the baby. I wonder if she'll choose a water birth or a home birth or... I, you know, I bet she's going to choose a home birth, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, That's I, know, I know Barbie. Ethereal, you know, holistic Barbie. That's, that, that's yes. what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's a real carnucopia of weirdness. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. Now, are you, yeah. still, are you still in the house that has the... Um, the penny tiled bathroom? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. People remember that one well. I uh, posted on Facebook my placing of the pennies. She like, made uh, her entire bathroom honest- pennies. Wow. Like on the floor. Yeah. This entry room in our house. And uh, it was a fairly small room. So we thought, well, you know, we've got lots of pennies. You don't have enough pennies to do any room, no matter how small it is. You'll have to get more pennies. But it was about $100 worth of pennies. Oh, wow. And, um... We we did about a third of it and then realized we were off a little bit and we had to rip up everything. Oh, my God. Oh. And we, we tried everything we could. Like We even shaped pennies trying to get them the right shape to try to yeah, do it. Yeah. And just nothing. And so we're just crying, ripping up pennies. <laughs> All your and hard I, work. I got the new iPhone and it had uh, the feature of the time lapse. Yeah, because you did it all in time lapse and I was, yeah. I was fascinated so it was really by just it. just to use my phone. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> like my only reason for that. But yeah, everybody I know, even people I haven't seen for, for years and years and years are like, oh my God, the penny floor. That's <laughs> hilarious. No, it's awesome. Yeah, it, awesome. it holds up well too. I recommend it. You guys don't have pennies anymore, right? You no, guys no, I, no, I have like a stack of of pennies, but yeah, we have we have the loony and the toony, and you know, soon, soon to go to the five dollar coin. What? I think. what are, are they getting rid of the five dollar bill? Yeah, I, I I believe so. Unless I remember they were talking about it, but I didn't know. Yeah, if, what would what would that be? The the, the foony? The foony, loony toony, <laughs> the, the, the finny. I don't know. It has to go with the... Mm. Yeah, I, it's got to rhyme, right? I, I never yeah. understood, you know, the fin. Give me a fin. Do you have a fin? Yeah. No, that's not going to work. Yeah. What, 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 where did they come up with the fin for a $5 bill? Listen, how... <laughs> <laughs> well, Fawn, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Oh so my gosh, we could talk forever, but... 
Yeah. I want to keep you. I was so happy to uh, be asked to be on your show. I'm really excited about it. Yay. Yay. Well, we are excited to... um, My heart. We will be sharing this out, I think, next week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sooner than later, for sure. And um, if I have any questions before I post your uh, amazing uh, handout, I'll I'll be (laughs) sure to get your information from Christine. Yeah, and thanks for letting us share that. And happy holidays to you and Casey and the kids. Happy holidays. Yeah, and we hope to see you soon. You never know. We might show up in Colorado sometime. <laughs> Merry Christmas from yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for showing me lesbian Barbie. I've, I've learned a lot today. <laughs> now we got to go to an eBay. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. oh now they're having hey. kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it takes. It's just a kiss from two lesbians to have a kid. Oh, that's so funny. Um, So we're going to get you to hold tight uh, just because we have to do a selfie, right? Yes, yeah. We have to do a selfie with you theirs and with our our camera and maybe successful we're we're unsure yet yeah it's tricky but so don't five. go anywhere high five thank you high five another successful rainbow nation Yay. podcast okay Yay. one two three <laughs>